Okay, with everybody's permission, good morning, everybody. So yesterday morning, as you noticed, I prayed with the Ashkenazim. I prayed uh, early with the Ashkenazim. So what happened was, the Gabai, I guess he didn't realize that in, in the Perashah yesterday, there's the Tochecha. So he gave out the Aliyah. He gives out all the Aliyot at the beginning. He would have given it to me because always they give me Shishi. But for whatever reason, they didn't give me Shishi yesterday over there. They gave it to some other guy, and then the, the rabbi, the rabbi walked in. The rabbi said, "Do you realize the custom here is to give it to the the one of the balkorit to read?" The balkorit said, "No problem." So they had to go back to the guy and ask him, "You realize that the aliyah we gave you is the the tochecha? Do you mind?" So I said, "He shouldn't mind." I said after the story with the blue sheva rebbe. The Blue Sheva Rebbe, so it was during the, right after the, the camp was uh, liberated, they were reading, not this one, they were reading in the book of Vaikra. And he basically went up to the Torah, and the Baal Koreh is reading, and the Baal Koreh lowers his voice. So he tells the Baal Koreh, read a little louder. louder. And then the Baal Koreh reads a little louder. He goes, no, no, louder. Now the Baal Koreh is reading louder, the same as the regular. He goes, no, louder. What do you mean louder? Like, you want me to yell? He said, louder. So they asked him, what's going on? He said that we've just been through the Holocaust. Everything in that, those 98 curses, we just experienced. Now, God, it's time to give us the blessings. So I said, since he said that, there shouldn't be anyone, everyone should be willing to go up for the, the Tochecha. So he went up the guy. Now, what, what's interesting is, so yesterday, David called me up to go Shilishi. I think the yesterday, the shilishi of the beginning of Netzavim is just as scary, maybe scarier. It says, when, I, when I'm looking at the Torah, it says, Pen isha, Maybe there's among you a man or a woman, or mishpacha, or a family, or shevet, whose heart is turning from God, to go to serve the gods of the goyim. Pen yeshbachem, Perhaps there is among you shoresh pore rosh velana. We call it a uh, gall and wormwood. And it will be when he hears the words, these words, hazot, he will bless himself in his heart, saying, Shalom li. It's going to be peace through me. Because I, I walk as my heart sees fit. I do what I want. And thereby adding that watered upon the thirsty. So Moshe Rabbeinu is warning B'nai Israel that Hashem is going to be so angry if you do something like this. He's going to bring sulfur and salt, a destruction of the land. You cannot sow it. You can't sprout anything. No grass is going to come. And he compares it to Sedom and Amorah. He compares it to the, all the towns that were destroyed. So Moshe continues his predictions of obliteration, of doom. It's really a scary aliyah to, to look at when you're standing there. And we see all these things that realistically that, 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 that befell us from Babel to Edom to Rome to Europe to the Spanish Inquisition to the, to the Holocaust. And then he brings a, a, a pasuk that basically to end the aliyah. It's hanistarot ladonai dehenu, that which is hidden is to God. And that which is revealed is to us for all times. 
So the question is, what does he mean? So one answer is, the, the Orach Hayim brings, he brings that that which is hidden, meaning the things that people do that you don't know they do, what are you going to do? Hashem has to deal with them. Somebody sins behind closed doors. We can't be responsible. It's Hashem has to deal with those things. And you see there's dots on Lanu Vanenu. But anything that is revealed, we have to deal with. And some of the Mephashim say the dots should have been on Hashem Elokeinu because it means that Hashem should deal with those things. But there's other explanations that say, what does it mean? We don't know what really is in life. We can only see what's revealed. But so much of life is hidden that we can't see it at all. So there's a message maybe of hope, a message of hope or maybe a message of warning to mortals who have a limited vision. So we spoke about Rabbi Wine yesterday. One of the most famous stories that he brings, he says, was a life-changing event in his life. It was during the late 1940s and Rabbi Yitzchak Halevi Herzog, the chief rabbi of Palestine at the time, he came, it was at the conclusion of World War II, and after the immense tragedy of the Holocaust, and he was embarking on a trip to raise money for the yeshivot in Eretz Israel. So there was a staggering sense of loss propelled the entire campaign, and there was an urgency and passion. And Rabbi Wein says even decades later, he still felt it. So he says the entire Torah revering community, what happened? They all went to the airport to greet his plane when he was going to arrive. All the day schools sent the, the kids and the yeshivas, all the, whoever was there who was religious went. And many business leaders came also. He says, Rabbi Herzog, he's distinguished, he's standing tall, he's enduring the plight of the, of the pain of his brothers in, Pal, in, Palestine, in, 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 in Europe and Palestine. He starts coming down the silver airplane. You know, imagine these kids really, when do they see airplanes, right? He says he has a silver-tipped cane in one hand. His head is majestically adorned with a hat. He has his top hat. And he says he was, he was enthralled. He was, he was watching and, and it was something unbelievable to see. And they all got in the cars and they drove to the largest yeshiva. He says, and there the rabbi gave a shiur in Gemara. And then he addressed all of the students who were sitting there. And he said, I've just returned from Europe. He said, I saw what happened in Poland. I saw what happened in Germany. And then I went to Rome. And in Rome, I had an audience with Pope Pius XII. And I presented an impassioned plea to the Pope. Thousands of Jewish children had been saved by their neighbors during the Holocaust. They had been cloistered in monasteries and convents and other Catholic institutions by their subsequently martyred parents. And he says, please give me back our kids. We lost so many. Give me back our kids. And the Pope said... I'm so sorry, but once they're baptized, they're not going back, they're ours. He said, Rabbi Wine, that Rabbi Herzog put his head down onto the, the stender, onto the, and he began to cry. 
And he said, I've never seen before or since a grown man crying like that. 2,000 years of bitter exile came pouring out in an overwhelming display of emotion and tears. After several minutes, Rabbi Herzog finally looked up and he thundered to the crowd. And he said, I cannot save those thousands of Jewish children. But I ask you, to each of the children here, how are you going to help rebuild the Jewish people? After the speech, everyone lined up to shake his hand. And Rabbi Herzog, when he stood with little barrel wine, he said to him, did you understand what I said? Don't forget it. It says, more than a half century later, the rabbi still remembers, as if he's standing there, the words. And he always thinks about, how am I going to help rebuild the Jewish people? Moshe warns B'nai Israel, the Jewish people, they're going to go astray. They're going to be exiled. Terrible things are going to happen. He says, maybe these words are telling us, you know, all the terrible things that are going to happen in history, the conquest, the crusades, the crematoriums. Moshe tells us there's no answers. There's no answers that mortal man can give. These are hidden from us. The answers are hidden. Similar to the souls in question, the answers are with Hashem. And so after warning of doom and disaster, Moshe Rabbeinu explains, Hanistarot Hashem Elokeinu. Those that are hidden are with God. We, those, however, who remain, have to deal with aniglot. We have to deal with what we know. We have to comfort, we have to place our hopes with the remnants. We have to rebuild from the ashes. And he says, for those that we lose, they're hidden with Hashem. But as Moshe Rabbeinu taught us, the revealed are for us and our children forever to carry out all the words of the Torah. We can't do what we can't do. But what we have to remember is that we can do what we can do. Rabbi Kamenetsky says that you really have to think about all the things you can do. Too many people focus on what we can't do and the wise. Hanistarot, that's hidden, that's Hashem. Deal with what you can do. Take the responsibility to rebuild. Like we said last night, every single Jewish soul is precious. Every soul you could contribute to building is precious. And all of us have to do whatever we could do. Baruch Adonai Amen Amen.